Air. Water. Earth. Fire. The world was entering into a new age. As tensions rose between the nations, war seemed to be on the cusp of happening at any moment. With the Avatar's disappearance, many have began to wonder where the balance in the world will stand. This story is one of many from an era of peace. A story of outcasts and struggle, as they sought to bring balance to the world before it was too late. Previously on Avatar Legends Tension. You could hear her uh, calling out, ah, I'm over here, no. over here. No, 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 no. I am. Fucking I have been trained to be the Fire Lord's greatest weapon. You can call me a tool all you want. You can call me a weapon. But as far as I'm concerned, you're just complimenting me. They're gonna, they're not gonna stop with the Earth Kingdom. They're coming for everyone. Avatar or not, they're not gonna stop. You know, it's gonna be something, something that's crazy is gonna be happening soon. I, it's once in a lifetime sort of thing. Like, uh, just within like a week, the, the great comet's gonna soar across the earth. Yeah. The Fire Lord uh, sent a request to mobilize all firebenders around the world during the Great Comet. Mobilize? Yes, they would like the firebenders to be all over the world and to larger uh, cities and civilizations. Um, I, I worry if there is a possible threat of uh, one of the other nations starting a war. Um, given what the rebels insurgency has started, I wouldn't be surprised if the Earth King is starting to push a little further uh, and we get our last shot of the group reuniting uh, within the lobby now having full stomachs and ready to get on their way to leave uh, Yudao and head out to the rebel encampment. As we come back into the settlement of Yudao uh, we find our group of heroes ready and packed up for a bit of a hike outside of town to go find the rebels encampment. Uh, we see them beginning to step through the gates of Yudao and start off on their trail, heading down towards a bit of a flat area, like a plateau of uh, rocky sort of surfaces and small canyons here and there to <coughs> find this encampment and hopefully quell them as to not draw any more attention or anger uh, towards the people of Yudao and to keep the people there safe. So... As we pick up on your on the beginnings of your journeys, uh, you're, you guys are free to sort of discuss amongst each other. Glacial, where'd you say you were from again? Uh, did I ever even say where I was from? I don't know. I'm from the uh, the Northern Water Tribe, sort of. I lived uh, like in uh, in Bossing Say for a good bit of time, but mostly the Northern Water Tribe. Huh. How did you, you get the Northern Water Tribe? What'd you say? How did you get the bossing say from the Northern Water Tribe? I walked. Through an ocean? Good question. What? Did you, like, you, you got a boat, right? You must have, maybe maybe you made one with water? Ice? I make ice in the middle of the air. As a reminder. Ah. Uh, that doesn't... And to demonstrate, I step on the ice in the middle of the air and walk across uh, on a few, like, blocks of ice floating in the air. Okay. Fair enough. It is very convenient for uh, sea-based <laughs> travel. Hmm. That seems like it'd be pretty exhausting. Eh, not really. It kind of just gets natural after you do it for a while. I mean, you saw what I was doing when I was, uh, you know, committing mass acts of thievery. Yeah, but like... I don't think I could walk that far. Maybe I could fly that far. Oh, you mean the walking itself. I thought you meant the, the freezing. Yeah, no, it was pretty miserable. But I can also do this, and I make a full, like, half-dome, ice-glue-like structure out of ice. You make the shelter entirely out of ice around you. Yes, and I poke my head out the, the door, and I say, it is very, very cold, which you would not expect to be a problem for me, but in fact, it is. 
And it was not comfortable. No, it doesn't sound like it would be. I also forgot to bring food. Cool. You, uh, I'm not even going to ask how you got food. You have issues thinking things through, don't you, Glacia? I didn't get food. I just ate ice. That, it was miserable. <laughs> Do you know how terrible like ice from seawater tastes? How, are you real? At least, at least it's seasoned. What you? But I'm real. Are you real? Are you sure? I I think so. <clears throat> are you? Okay. I I look over at a <laughs> look over at Rio. <laughs> are you? Are any of us real? Wow, I really didn't think the D&D &D campaign, I mean, uh, the Avatar campaign would be taking this direction. Yeah, you're going to uh, be smited down for saying those words. Whoa, God? <laughs> what? Yes, hello, it is I, uh, man from the spirit world. I'm here to tell you that if you say the words D&D &D in this not D&D &D game, I will smite you down. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. There's a spirit world? I didn't know about that at all. I hope we go there as a part of this adventure. Loki pops a leech nut in his mouth as he contemplates his existential crisis. Hmm. <laughs> That's a cool story, though, Glacio. Thanks. Anyways, I forgot to do this earlier, but I think I probably don't need this uh, whole thing anymore, the whole cloak getup. Now that I'm not committing acts of thievery where I would need to hide my appearance. Uh, what? DM, can you describe our surroundings real quick? Yeah, as you are beginning to leave through, uh, you know, the gates to Yudao, you find yourselves in sort of this, like, almost like a savanna sort of landscape. There's a lot of grasslands around you, uh, very sparse in terms of trees, uh, mostly given the fact that, you know, there's a settlement. They probably chop down the trees to form up some of the houses or for fire to, you know, warm up their food or to, you know, just keep themselves warm at night. But it's... It, it's a savanna sort of landscape. Uh, given that you're not too far, uh, you can, as you turn around, you can see the small colony of Yudao there, and off in the distance, you can see a much larger city that sort of it's it's a bit further away, but you can make out the sort of like walled exterior of it with a uh, Fire Nation banner. Uh, you the, mostly just the red of it sort of flapping in the wind, but. Uh, it's quite a few miles away. At, at the current distance that you are at, it's about the size of an ant. Very cool. Question uh, for, you, for in character, I'm saying this. A uh, question for you guys. Uh, the Is cloth biodegradable at all? Cloth? Like yeah, like, like, like this cloth. stuff. And I like, like I, I pull on my cloak a little bit. Is it, what is it? Is it like hemp or is it like silk? Uh, hey, TM. <laughs> I'm sure you, uh, <laughs> since, you're, since you're an expert on Avatar, I'm sure you know how Bossing Say makes our clothing exactly. Could you please describe the uh, sewing process? So, given your, um, given your connections, uh, you have a connection to uh, Gao in Bossing Say. Um, how, you know, how, how nice is his life? How nice is his life, is uh, Gao's life? How nice is Gao's life? Yeah, how nice is Gao's life in Bossing Say? Because that will determine the le like the, the quality of your clothing. Gao is um the child. Yes, okay. Gao's life is is great. He's like that guy is like living living the high class life. Like he's basically royalty. His clothing would be super nice. Honestly, and okay. frankly, it would yeah. be insane that he even had a, like a completely just brown cloak that he gave me. Yeah, I, I would imagine then uh, for the material of your clothing, um, I mean, you'd have like some like rather nice, uh, very airy pants, given uh, you know just how earthbenders tend to be, uh, and also the fact that Gao was an earthbender, you'd probably have a little bit of like you know airy pants uh, just for comfort uh on top of that you these pants would probably be made out of like some sort i wouldn't say like leather but it'd be like a not necessarily like thin like silk 
Honestly, it might be a, like a like a warmer material because I do kind of uh, I am constantly surrounded by ice in a way, so it might make sense that Gal yeah. would have given me something warmer. Okay, and so I would honestly want to wear like something warm instead of those like airy clothing. Mm-hmm. Then it would be a bit more tighter to your body to keep in that uh, that warmth. And uh, probably, I, I would imagine that they would be uh, probably just maybe some like finer leather, some very like polished leather um, on top of just like for for your sake, maybe some that are a bit more insulated, maybe with, okay, some, okay. Uh, with some fur or hide in there. Just I will say, I think I, I think I agree with fur. I think I agree with fur, but I also think the 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 earth clo- uh, earth tribe cloaking. Clo- what? Wow. Okay, hold on. The earth, earth kingdom. kingdom clothing would be very loose and airy because that makes a lot of sense for what I'm about to do. Um, okay, back to being in character. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? It's nature. Nature will be fine. It can handle it. Um, cows have leather. They're they're natural, and I just take I take the cloak off. Um, I am going to grab it at the waistline and just pull it off and up over like my head all in one smooth motion uh, and reveal my actual outfit underneath of oh, it. Oh god, he's naked. <laughs> yeah, my huge cock comes flying out. Um, <laughs> no, I'll actually send... So I have a picture of this that I will send through the chat right now, um, but for the audio listeners, which is all of them, uh, I am wearing underneath my outfit... Um, an ice skater's uniform. So this is based off of, I don't remember this guy's name. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. But basically this uniform is uh, uses the mostly white, kind of a very uh, light cloth, kind of like what you would put on a table, honestly. It looks a lot like a tablecloth with a golden string band, uh, waistband and some like blue and black accents on the shoulders and the wrists uh yeah it's very loose it is very uh kind of the sort of thing that would definitely wave in the air uh while i'm moving at a fast speed for style uh yeah and below it there is a uh like a tighter black um fabric uh layer of clothing and then i'm also going to take off my pants oh And now, now my, and now you see my huge, my 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 penis. It's really big. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of wavy too. Kind of floats. No, below my pants are like a pair of black like fabric tights. Like not super super tight, but uh, they are. That's all. They just like match right with the uh, the top that I have on under the uniform looking bit. What sewing techniques do they have in the Northern Water Tribe? What the hell? I actually come from a family of like uh, ice skaters, so uh, this is just one of the like one of the uniforms we use for one of our competitions. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really nice. It's kind of outdated now, I imagine, but I, I honestly think it has a good style to it. Very expensive though. Also, for audio listeners, Yuzuru Hanyu uh, is the person I based this design off of. Yes, and he's very attractive. He is extremely attractive. Oh, also, my skin is like super pale. I forgot that I have that. My his skin, my skin, uh, Glacio's skin, super super pale, like crazy pale. Way more pale than any Water Tribe member's skin should be. Since I just have not hmm. been in the sun like ever really, and I also kind kind of live in an in ice. A man surrounds himself hmm. in a reflective material that allows sunlight to pierce through it, but he is still pale. It's very thick ice. Very thick ice. I see. I see. Very very thick ice. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, man. Yeah, if yeah. like, if look, uh, you know how you, if you like put your hands in snow and you keep them there for long enough, they'll like turn a little whitish. No, I did that not know that was something. Not- that is not that's, that's what that's your blood <laughs> circulation getting cut off <laughs> that's bad <laughs> glacio was a character glacio was like saying this a character he's like what do you mean what are you talking about meanwhile he's like he like put like pulls his uh his like what what do you call it his sleeve back and his eyes so all around his fingers come out <laughs> <laughs> and the well, blood starts flowing and he just like rapidly starts gaining like shining. color his gloves come off and his fucking he's missing three fingers and they're like gangrenous <laughs> like, what do you mean this <laughs> isn't supposed to happen <laughs> look man everybody loses some fingers with age you know yeah it's like teeth I remember you when I lost my middle finger, finger. 
<laughs> yeah, fingers are like teeth. Don't worry, guys. The new ones are going to grow in. It'll happen. It's promise. Yeah, your it's baby fingers true. come off and your adult fingers grow out. That's not how it works. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. I'm it's true. I'm with my toes. I'm just waiting for them to grow. Yeah, honestly, it's crazy that you guys still have your fingers. You want me to, like, cut them off? It'll happen. The, the new fingers will grow faster that way, I think. Hmm. And before waiting for a response, he does start to form a, a like a knife ma uh, made out of ice into his hand. Oh no, that's okay. No, no, no! Give it to me. Come on, <laughs> it'll be quick. Like baby fingers. Can I just like eat the fucking <laughs> knife and just melt it? Yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll eventually like shrug when you clearly don't want me to cut off your fingers and, and bite into it. Yeah, you just start hearing like the, the sound of like a crunch, like almost like he's like eating rock candy, but it's just like it's just pure like it's like it's like you're listening to somebody chew on shards of glass. It's not comfortable. There's no, but he loves blasting it. out of his mouth. <laughs> you, you can see just like like bit, uh, bits of blood like dribbling down uh, like his his lips, and he barely reacts to it. God, dude, it's just my baby skin coming off. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, guys, don't worry. That's my baby blood. It's supposed to go out of me. It's okay. Baby, <laughs> baby skin off my brain. My brain auto-filled fucking foreskin. <laughs> What's that oh, you want to see? You want to see? That throws off as well. Fun <laughs> <laughs> fact about being a, being a primarily a nice user, I'm constantly hard. <laughs> I am circumcised mm. and hard. <laughs> yeah. There's like a huge bulge in his tights. It's like, it's crazy. It's like he's got a whole like cor co corn cob down there. Well, no, because he's wearing tights, so there shouldn't be a bulge. They should, you know, dancers' tights are made to, are made to hide that. Mine aren't. He just, just try, baby. He does not tuck it in. He just, he just whips <laughs> it out. Mine aren't. gone under this? You're, you're crazy. You just don't understand. None of this is true. None of this. Uh, none of this is real. <laughs> I have all my fingers, and I I do have a large cock, but it's not visible. Okay. It's, it's so it's so good. All right, back on track. Enough of your dick talk. Yes. <laughs> this is important uh, stuff. You, you want to develop it? This is development. It's like a fucking <laughs> boy blocker <laughs> over here. Jesus Christ! Keep so going. <laughs> We get it. We get it. Your dick is big. We know. We don't yeah, need to know about, sorry, the dirt, right? about the start of the podcast before we start recording. It's good. It's, oh it's a problem. God. All right. As you guys continue on, um, learning about dick size and also taking in the fact uh, of the outfit change. Um, you guys are continue walking, and eventually the sun begins to slowly crawl across the sky for beginning to uh start start setting in the in the horizon you guys are about say about like not maybe like uh half way there roughly as you guys find a place to settle down for camp um, who's taking care of what i make the fire yeah that uh, makes sense i can make shelter not sure if you guys Fine. want that but I can. I, mean, I put a sack of bleaching nuts on the ground and I say, I'll go get us some more food. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Loki... Don't build the shelter too close to the fire. <laughs> yeah, because that might melt. Uh, Loki, for you, because you will be, uh, will be doing a little bit of a roll here for your, for your food situation. The food. Uh, yeah, for the food. Uh, I'm going to say that this, uh, I'm going to say that this is a rely on your skills and training. Okay. Uh, given that you are a monk, you are a nomad, uh, I would say that this falls under in your sort of wheelhouse of what you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to I'm used to being self-sufficient out there. Nice! Full hit. Nice. Right. So with that, you're able to find, without any trouble, uh, just going through like the woods, you're able to find a few like not poisonous berries... Uh, you're able to, you know, pick those off easily. You're able to clean them, make sure that they're all fresh and prepared. Uh, if you want to go find some meat, you're more than welcome to. I'm not sure if that's, you know. Mm, no, I'm just going to bring back uh, fruits and nuts for them. If they wanted meat, they should have brought some. 
also, also, just for personal um, potential usage later, uh, Logi does try to bring poison berries with him as well, if possible. He distinguishes between them. Yeah, I'll allow it. Given that you have a full hit, um, I'll say that under those relying on your skills and training, you're able to find berries and some poisonous berries should you need them in the future. Alright, and I'm also going to going to crush one of the berries, and I am going to, with my finger, uh, draw on the bag that will have the poison berries a, um, a claw mark, so like three claw marks, like a cat scratched it. You draw with, with your, your uh, juice. one of your with fingers. My just my finger, yeah. just like make a little stain on the cloth that looks yeah, like you claws. Stain it uh, using... You, you sort of like dip like your fingernail mostly into it to get those sort of mm-hmm. thin lines uh, on the bag and you watch as the sort of the, the, the juice that comes from those berries begins to stain into the fabric of your sort of little baggie that has them mm-hmm. in there. Alright, that's it. I'm done. As you, uh, you walk back to camp, you can see that there is a fire that has gotten started uh, given that you have a firebender. Uh, and you can also see that there appears to be a ice igloo that has been formed up to give you guys some shelter from the uh, from the outside world. Okay, I go ahead and uh, show everybody where all the food is, and I make sure that everybody hears: don't eat from the claw mark bag. It's not for food. Noted. And then I uh, just start passing passing out the rations, getting uh, some bowls, some wooden bowls of uh, lychee nuts and fruits and stuff. It's some nice juicy stuff. Yeah, you uh, you're able to you know take out what you brought. Uh, given that you're a monk, I assume that you already had some bowls, and you just divvy it up amongst the people here. Give everyone their own share of nuts and berries, and uh, a little bit of lychee nuts, and just maybe maybe some like spice that you had on you, just to sort of give them a little bit more flavor uh, as you all sit around the fireplace. Uh, the sound of crickets chirping within this sort of grass landscape. Uh, as you just take in the sights, uh, you can see from where you guys are sitting, uh, the lights of the of Yudao, a bit further away from where you last were, but you can still see them sort of glimmering, almost like stars uh, in the sky. And as you turn to the uh, a little towards the westward direction, uh, you can see that there appears to be uh, the lights of that city that you also saw in the distance. Very, very faint, but uh, they sort of blend together into one weird merge of like yellow uh, fire almost that appears in the distance. Hmm. Wow. That's a pretty good sized city, huh? Yeah. Jeez. I wonder how big their market is. Why? So you can steal from it? No, I just like markets. I and stealing from them. Reason. I think Rio and I would feel a lot better if you didn't go to the markets. Oh, what if they have mystery apples? Uh, what if they have mystery like some other fruit? Like, what if every town has like their own mystery fruit? And I just don't know about this. If we go to the market, we all go to the market, and we will buy things for you. I don't think you should be, you know. And I'll steal the rest. Okay. And Sounds go good. For it, Rio. I'm joking. I'm not actually going to do it. I promise. I just I stare at you. Do not believe him. <laughs> I'm actually not going to do it. I'm, I'm still talking in character. I'm actually not going to do it. I Look, look, look. I, if I don't actually need to steal things, I won't. Promise. What do you need to steal? Food, usually, but not right now, because I have that, without stealing it. Okay. Speaking of food, Mm -hmm. I looked a Logie. Hey, what's up? Do you know anything about cooking? I've traveled on my own for a while, so, yeah. Cool, because I... Just whatever we can, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm working something up right now. Okay. Thumbs up. I uh, I give him the, the double thumbs up and say, Flamio! And I go back to... What? 
What? You're a firebender. How have you not heard that phrase? I was sheltered. Oh, you were like nobility or something then, right? Um, that must have been something really cool. like that. You um, gosh, have you guys, have you met the Fire Lord before? If you're nobility, that must be really cool. I I I have met the Fire Lord actually. Yes, I'm I'm not oh. I'm I, I I'm not nobility. Um, I was a um. I was a servant for nobility. Mm, that's still pretty high up in the social hierarchy. Uh, let's talk yeah, about something really. else. What's the Fire Lord oh. like? Um, tall. Does the Fire Lord say Flavio? And stoic and um, it's scary, but in like a in like a cool way. <laughs> it sounds like you admire him a lot. I I do. I do. I think he does. Really? I, I didn't think I, I didn't think I made that clear. Um, no, you did. Oh, I I um, I'm I'm sorry if I was uh, bragging. No, 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 man. I get it. I got uh, it. You're you're very passionate. I am too. About the fire lord Just happens to like be about meeting... fievery. Hmm. I bet the fire lord like meeting you, Rio. You're a pretty cool guy. Ah. Uh, I've been told he's very excited to see how I develop. See, he must really like you. Oh, that's cool, man. I don't know if the Fire Lord likes anyone. I don't. I it's mean, not really his job to like people. Like I mean, I don't think I don't think leaders can like people. I don't think they have the you know time or energy, right? Do you have to spend time to start liking someone? It's like a task uh, you have to sit down and do. I, I thought so. I don't know. I think it's just something that happens. Like, I, figured, I like you, but I didn't uh, sit down and decide that I like you. I figured, you know, you have to take time to get people to like you, or else I would have more friends in the Fire Academy. That is true. Hmm. I was, uh... Maybe I'm just not around people enough. I mean, I would, like I said, I was sheltered so to speak well then you're in a great position now because you're around two people for a long time and there is nothing you can do about it i mean i could kill you i well you know that's and always no true whatever but it's not usually thing. like that's always true but usually you don't like consider that when you're saying <laughs> things like what i just said oh is that is is that not is that not right I mean, well, how would you feel if we said we could just kill you? It's not like, you know, it's kind of a mood killer, you know? It's, you can't have well, a conversation. I, well, I've already, uh, I've already planned for that possibility. I mean, what do you mean? Like, you've, you've planned on killing us. I think he means no, I, I, no, I planned on defending myself if you try to kill me. That's what I was, that's what I was trained to do. I mean, being trained to defend yourself is good, but I mean, I'm... well, it wasn't specifically being trained to defend myself. I was trained to do a lot of things. I uh, I look at Rio with a little squinty eye. Huh. Well, um, you know, I'm not gonna ask about your training. That sounds like it's uh, a. I lot. would is prefer if you didn't. It sounds like it was a lot. I just stare at you. Sounds like it was effective, you, if you ask me. Do you, do you give me the, like, fucking red eyes emoji that's just staring at your soul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I just, uh, I just look back at you. I'm gonna hold up a bowl. Soup time. I take the bowl. No, hold on, check, uh... For the audio listeners, I'm posting in in our Discord channel um, the picture of of Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer staring directly at the camera. That's the look I get. <laughs> you guys have a uh, audio listeners. You have a lot of research to do this episode. Sorry, yeah, Oppenheimer just came out. They know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they have to look what up these pictures. To this, what if there's somebody who's listening to this episode ten years in the future and it's like, oh yeah, that old movie Oppenheimer. What if we're the only thing that's left? 
What if this episode is the only thing they have? Well, I guess we gotta make a lot more references then. So I, know I feel like people distance. can just Google a picture of Robert Oppenheimer if they really want to know what he looks like. True, true, true. Uh, I hand another bowl of soup over to Glacio before I start digging in myself. Thank you. What is this? This? Yeah. You this before? No, what is it? Well, this, my friend, is peach nut, lychee nut, selkie nut soup. Whoa. It's a lot like... of adjectives, but I mostly meant the soup part. I think, uh, I think Rio was talking about that yesterday, too. You never had soup. No, I was talking about stew. You don't know what oh, stew soup is? They're different? Oh, that's, I, I look, stew has like I milk in it. Them both. I'm an airbender and I know more about food than you guys. What? I was, I was very sheltered. I was not that kind of servant. It is very <laughs> difficult to pick up uh, a liquid with my hands when I am going around and stealing things from market stalls. You're a, you're a water... I point at the soup. You can bend you think, that soup into your mouth. Are you implying that I would want to eat water? That's you like cannibalism. Eat water. That's like if you, you ate air. You, ate, you just told us you ate ice. You did. That's different. Ice. What do you mean that's different? <laughs> it's really different. It's not like you, what do you mean it's different? Look, if I told you to eat your fire, would you be okay with that? I mean, I've seen I shoot fire out that. of my mouth. I eat it voluntarily or not. I didn't even think about that. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had to go through that. It's not a big deal. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> Watch this. Not a big deal. <laughs> it's very, I can eat air. It, it's very like part of my life. I don't think about it. I can also eat air. That's fair. No, but you can't do it the way an airbender can. Is, is it? Would it be weird if you peed because you're like... Like releasing water out of you yourself. Can you pee? I don't do that. That'd be weird. What? <laughs> why, would, why would I do that? <laughs> if I'm releasing I water just, out of myself, I'm gonna I'm I gonna just, water bend it. I look over to Logie and I just stare. I just put it all back yeah, in. I start, I start making the like cut the conversation <laughs> motion. Like we're not we're not going to do places here. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to develop it? <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> this was not the development I was hoping for. You want to develop? I don't know Glacio what you're talking about. I don't know. I was not expecting Glacio to be an idiot. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He's very sheltered. He's very sheltered. He's actually, I'm probably the least like, sheltered one here. There's, there's you and the, I, you are definitely not the least sheltered one here. Yeah, you're right. Logi is here. That's true. Literally the like the dictionary definition of not sheltered. Logi, not Logi. Glacio is the kind actually of flies around in the air. Logi is I keep saying Logi. Glacio is the kind of man who not only has a poop sock, but he freezes it in the winter <laughs> to save it for next year. <laughs> True. He freezes it with his with his fucking water bending so he can use it as like a projectile. <laughs> I use it like a mace. I swing it around. You 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 turn into like a, a pointy icicle. You throw it at somebody. It does corrosive damage. <laughs> no, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is like an ancient northern water tribe fighting tactic. I don't know why you're so against it. Poop sock. You sound like you um. Did you did you leave the northern water tribe um voluntarily? Yes, actually, I know it might not seem like it, uh, but yes, I did. Are other? I just like uh. Haven't met or, that many northern water tribers. Are other northern water tribers like you? I I think so. I don't know what you mean by that. I'm pretty normal. I, I remind me to never. I, I yeah, I look back and I whisper, just remind me never to go to the Northern Water Tribe. Yeah, never, never going there. If they send me to a water nation, the water nation for any reason, I'm going to the Southern. Oh, uh, one second. One. Damn. All right, Glacio has uh, decided that he is. Going to just zonk out for a moment and think about the, he's, the he's northern water tribe. 
Glacio fades to 50% transparency, indicating he's not a currently selected unit. <laughs> yeah, there's just a big, like, letters AFK across him. <laughs> he shuts yeah, yeah. down like the medic from Team Fabulous 2. Yeah, this is... <laughs> I shut and everything. Soup hitting different. So what did you put in the soup? <laughs> I, I just put three types of nuts in it, and then I, you know, the the milk from the nuts and the and the herbs around here makes a really tasty soup. I, I don't know why he's doing this. Maybe the soup is making him crazy. He's never seen them before. That's true. Uh, as, as you guys continue your conversation, uh, at this point, uh, I, I would say that, uh, Rio, you start remembering um, what the conversation you had with uh, Grad Admiral. Uh, I'm back. Grad Admiral Cho. <gasps> you start brief, uh, just sort of thinking about that conversation. Uh, as you, you know, whispered, mostly it was triggered from the whisper of, uh, if they send me anywhere to like the water tribes, I hope it's, I I'm going to the south. Um, you're reminded of that conversation with Red Admiral Cho about, mm. uh, the Fire Lord wanting to basically do a, uh, a mass sort of movement around, uh, all of the nations, uh, mm -hmm. in what is now starting to become less than a week. Yeah. I definitely think about that, but don't bring it up. Really? You um, got something on your mind? No. Hmm. No, I don't. You sure? You, I, mean, I, know we, yes. I know we just had a troubling conversation am, with Glacio, but you look more troubled than usual. I am certain There's that nothing I, troubling about that conversation. I'm certain that I don't have anything on my mind. Hmm. Okay. And if I did, you would, I would, I would definitely tell you. Which is how you know that I don't. Rio? Yes? They didn't train you to lie very well, did they? The, uh... They, I mean, they didn't train me to lie. I mean, I would, I didn't lie. And if I, if they did train me to do it, I would be really good at it. I'm going to, let me see here if I can. Guide and, yeah, guide and comfort is your way I'm to gonna, sort of. Uh, I'm going to guide and comfort Rio and see if he will open up to us. Okay. So as a reminder for the audience, um, on a hit, this is not on a 10 plus, this is on a hit. Uh, the person that is getting guided or comforted gets to make the choice on what uh, on how they respond, which is either they embrace it or they shut down, uh, they shut you down. So if Logi rolls a seven to nine, it is completely up to Rio to uh, respond in whichever way they deem that their character would. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's Oof. a miss. So I guess nothing happens. Yeah, as you try to push uh, a little further and try and get a little bit of more information, uh, Rio just goes quiet and just sort of turns slightly away from you just to sort of issue you to drop the topic and you take the social cue and you pull back a little bit. I just start loudly slurping on the soup. Just... Hold on, I have, a, I have a bowl here I can do it in. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm happy about this. I'm happy that's the thing we have. Yeah, yeah I have my props here. <laughs> You're very prepared. Very mm -hmm. professional. Always. Well, maybe we should uh, get some rest for tomorrow. I guess we're going to be busy tomorrow, huh? Yeah, so yep. what exactly is our is our plan again? Do we ever discuss that? Do we have any specifics? Capture Bill. Capture who? The leader of the the rebels. We're going to go. Right. What was his name again? I, I actually just did not hear you well. You did we guys, get a name? You never got a name. You just know. We don't have a name. We just know where the oh. camp of the earth of the earth bending rebels are. Wow. Then I heard you intensely wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. And so we have to go capture or kill the leader of the rebels. 
All right. Uh, do we want to maybe strategize a little bit about that, or are we planning on going in kind of? Uh, yeah, I plan on shooting fire at him until he stops moving. That's okay. What if? What about the part before that, though, when we we find him, so that we can shoot fire at him until he stops moving? So you can shoot fire at him until he stops moving. I kind of like look up at the sky for a second. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of just that's kind of just my main strategy. Nice. Like usually I just I just walk forward and shoot fire until I find who I'm looking for. That's such a firebender thing to do. It really is. That's like th the most fire nation thing I've ever heard in my life. I bet the fire well, is like really proud of you. It's difficult. You, do you really think so? <laughs> I mean, I kind of meant that ironically, but maybe I don't know. I feel like the fire lord might. You see, me, you see me pull out my journal and just start writing down like the the fire lord is proud of me <laughs> <laughs> because I shoot fire really good. This is normal and healthy. I've heard um there's a there's a saying this is more in like the outskirts of the fire nation but maybe maybe you could um throw fire another way uh Rio like up so it comes down like a meteor uh, that would be really cool no although that would be cool what would be even cooler is this thing that I've heard called spitting fire where you use your words to convince people to do things. Although I think they did it more like a song than like talking with people, but you get my point. You can, do I look like the kind of person somebody would be willing to talk to? And I just stare at you covered yeah. in burn scars, bright yeah. glowing yellow eyes. Yeah. You're really notable. <laughs> You're really notable. Wow. Yeah. I mean, my look, first glacier. Yeah, I agree good. to be honest. Presence. My, my first six months at the firebending academy, if I tried to talk to anybody, they would cry. Well, I, those were children. Uh, if you, the children can be. That was two years ago. Those were. They were all adults. People, not leaders of rebels. I don't know, man. I think you're kind of fun to talk to. I mean, being scary makes it pretty important for people to talk to you. You look like you'd be the commander of, like, an entire army. I, I write that down. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> and commanders don't fight battles or wars. They talk. That's not true. Right? The Fire Lord does. But he also has to, like, talk to people, like, most of the time, right? You say that, and I just, like, I have, like, a PTSD flashback to to events that you don't know about that I'm not supposed to tell people about, and I just stare off into space. Real? Real? Real. Sorry, we're talking about something else now? Sure. Uh, how was the suit? Um... Soupy. That's great. I'm glad. Um, I stand up and I pat my uh, pat my uh, my bottom clothing. All right. Uh, sounds like the plan's gonna be shooting fire at them then from you. I don't think we're gonna get another plan out of you. I mean, honestly, we might want to just like go in there and see what the situation is before we try to make any like big plans. I feel like we don't really know enough. Can we like pretend we're rebels so that we can get into the, I don't know, their graces? Yeah, it would have. That would have been a lot easier if I hadn't uh, thrown away my Earth cloak. Cool. It would have, wouldn't it? Uh, we can steal somebody's clothes, which you are really good at. Ooh, that's true. It might be a little bit harder to take them off of somebody's body, but I can try. I can just command somebody to let us in I'm, I'm part of the fire nation they have to listen but do we want them to know that like I think they, they might just attack you or they might like hide their leader or something but that's illegal that is illegal actually I don't know if you realize this but I a lot of you can actually do a lot of things that are illegal 
You're not supposed to. That's kind of the whole point. But you can do them. And there are usually consequences if you're not careful, which I have learned uh, because I am currently here right now. But it is true that you can do them. And people will. Hmm. I hate to teach you this lesson, but it's true. Sounds like something best left for the morning. Unless you guys really want to come up with a plan like right now. Yeah, I already came up with a plan. I'm going to bed. Good night. (laughs) Okay. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Well, see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Taking your rests in different sort of positions. Um, And because. You guys are sleeping on the uh, cold ground with a, a rock for a bed. Uh, you get to clear two fatigue. Hey, I'm oh, yeah, baby. not dying anymore. I've already right. cleared our fatigue previously. If we had any fatigue, no. we could clear it. You, okay. uh, so if you get a nice, if you get a, if you're sleeping in a comfortable place, you can clear four fatigue. Oh uh, yeah, all, all my fatigue cleared when we uh when we slept in my bunk. Yeah. To clear all yeah. five fatigue, you need like a week's rest. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Um in that case, you guys wake up in the morning, uh sort of look around and get a sense of your location. Savannah seems to be um hit it, hit by like the sunlight in just the right position to where it's not blinding you, but it's creating this sort of uh, cascade of sunlight from the trees that are sort of giving you guys a bit of sh- uh, shade from the, from the sky. Uh, you do know that the, uh, do you notice the sort of where the, the bonfire was has just turned to just uh, cinders and ashes and uh, the road is up to you to begin traveling back down. Cool. Alright. Okay, everybody, everybody ready to move on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we might as well get going. Let's go. All right, start hopping, hipping, hopping away. And as we get close to the city, I want to try and like go up on my glider as surreptitiously as I can, just like see the surroundings, so I can get a an idea of what the local situation is. Okay, uh, you uh, whip out your uh, your staff glider, <laughs> spin it around before. <laughs> It opens up and you soar off with your airbending, uh, a gust of wind uh, hitting your two party members as you fly overhead to sort of get a, a sense of the encampment. Uh, this is going to be a roll, a assess the situation to get a sense of sort of what you're looking at. Okay, and uh, with that, I can perform the move Wait and Listen which will allow me to roll with focus instead of creativity for assess a situation, and I become prepared. Okay. So let's see here. Um, and then I have to mark I believe you just click, uh, I believe you just click wait and listen to I roll that. I can't actually click wait and listen okay. to do that. Okay, then never mind. Just roll with focus then. Yep. Let's see here. Roll oh. in. All right. So you get to ask two questions from the assess the situation uh, sort of table there. Uh, for the viewers at home, you get uh, what here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my best way out slash in slash through? And who or what is in the greatest danger? And you get a plus one ongoing when acting on the answers. Yes, it's awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and see... Um, what should I be on the lookout for while we're here? Uh, given that this is obviously an Earthbender um, territory and that you guys are in, like, sort of a rocky uh, environment, the thing that you should be looking out for probably the most is uh, just being on the ground. Uh, the Like, Earthbenders need the Earth to actually be able to bend, uh, and they also need, like, a very, uh, because of their bending style, they need a firm center point to bend on like they need to be standing on the ground to bend the ground you know so for you the thing that you should be on the lookout for uh aside from the chief uh, or not the chief the uh, the leader of the the rebels is to make sure that if you ever get into conflict to try and find points of interest that are uh up in the air or at least have a little bit of uh height to them and 
given that this is an encampment, uh, there are some spots that you can find, mostly like walls and some watchtowers that are made from earthbending. Uh, they're very sort of rough in their appearance, but uh, because of the earthbending, they still have that sort of bit of smoothness to them because they're controlled that way. Uh, but you're able to find spots that you could probably perch on to, if needed, get a little bit away from earthbenders that were, and they're going to need to basically uh, focus on shooting projectiles or bending higher up than they probably should. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, be on lookout for standard dangerous earthbender shit, and they've probably prepared themselves for being attacked. Not from the air. Not from the air, but yeah, they... you have to remember that uh, in this era, specifically, uh, air balloons were not invented. Yeah, no, the air so, balloons are far, 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 far away from being invented. Yeah. Airbenders don't attack people, so... Exactly, so... Something to keep hmm. in mind. Alright, sounds good. And then, uh, that's only one question, so I guess the second yes. one, um... What's our best way in? Where's the, the least amount of coverage from guards or the like? Least amount of coverage. Um, so the way that this is sort of like laid out is that it's on a bit of like a plateau uh, that overlooks the sort of canyon space. Uh, your best way in without sort of getting, uh, you know, the path of least resistance really uh, would be to probably during the cover of night sneak up over the walls and jump in that way. Uh, but however, if you, because you are an air nomad and thus known to be more pacifist, uh, you could get in really easily just by being yourself. Literally just going in normally. Yeah, just for you specifically is, uh, for you specifically, you can just go in because you're an air nomad, and they already have an air temple within the Earth Kingdom. They're pacifists. There's nothing that they are going to have any grudges with you about. Uh, but if you're talking about like the whole party, it'll be during the cover of night going over uh, the walls that they have made. Okay, gotcha. I, uh, I come back down to the ground and I relay all of the information that I've come up with or contemplated or observed from my little excursion. Hmm, okay. I think so... I could get in pretty easily. You guys might have a little harder over time. Do you want to go in and scout a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper during the day, and maybe do uh, more of a like a like a full-on attack at night? I think that might be the best idea. Yeah. Great. Th- then you can tell me where to burn. <laughs> Most productive spots to catch sure, on fire. Sure, sure, sure. Good place to burn. All right. Uh, I'll go do that. You guys go set something up in the meantime, and I start walking off into the village. Presumably, nobody's stopping me. Yeah, as, you get, as you walk up to the um, towards the encampment, uh, you are uh, sort of stopped by two uh, guards that are there, earth, uh, earthbender guards that quickly like shut the door with uh, earthbending, uh, and you watch as one of them steps forward towards you. He's a a bit more of a bulkier man, not so much in terms of uh, like strength, but more so in like weight. Uh, and he almost looks like a, a bit more of like a slimmer sumo wrestler. Like he's got a gut, but it's not like massive. Uh, and he, he walks up to you and just sort of puts his hands on his hips and looks, uh, looks down at you. What's your business here? Oh, just visiting, just wandering around, you know, on my, on my search for peace in the universe and tuning with nature. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It's a little weird that having an aeronomad looking to walk up to an encampment like this is a it's a bit odd for for me at least. I mean, I could say that's a bit odd that you guys have an encampment out here too. Uh, and you hear uh, someone come uh, sort of call out from behind. Who, who who's out there? I I can hear commotion. Op- open the door. It doesn't seem like there's any struggle or anything. And with a bit of hesitance, they open the door, and he watches a uh, an older gentleman who's got this sort of long uh, white beard, uh, no mustache, just a long white beard that comes out to about like roughly the uh, the center of his chest, and he steps out. Uh, he's wearing what looks like these sort of, for like an urban sort of person, a bit of nicer attire. He's got these 
uh, long sleeves that have a lot of um, have a lot of length to them towards like the towards the hand. Uh, as he steps out from behind the group, uh, he's clearly balding. He's got a lot of wrinkles, but he's got also like, uh, like smile wrinkles uh, where his uh, like like on his cheeks as well. As he steps forward uh, and he watches one of them goes, "Oh, uh, s- sorry, uh, uh, sorry, sir. I-, I was I was just making sure you know everything was good. I, I didn't want you to exert yourself, Shufen." And he just sort of nods and goes, "It's all right. I, I no matter." Always welcome in the Earth Kingdom. Come, come. Let's make some tea. Have a discussion. Thanks. Well, I don't know what we need to have a discussion about. I say as I just gleefully walk along. Well, I'm... I I assure that you are coming from uh, the Northern Air Temple, given the... uh, given that this is in the Earth Kingdom. Hmm. True, true. Hmm. I look like I'm just in thought. While I wait to see if he'll elaborate. We um we we're wondering if any sort of uh, pacifists would hear word of our our troubles. Some there's hmm. quite a bit that we need to discuss. I I've heard that airbenders are a lot more spiritually connected, and I don't truly understand that. But uh, given my sort of <laughs> my roots, I Figured I might as well have a short conversation about something with you. Well, don't let me uh, hold you up. Go ahead and tell me what's on your mind. It certainly seems like a lot of very passionate people you've gathered here. Indeed, indeed. And he leads you into into a tent, uh, which you can assume is his tent. Uh, There's... Um, it's very warm and cozy inside, uh, given the sort of nature of this encampment. Uh, there is a small sort of table that like comes up to about like up to your knees, so you need to sort of uh, crouch down and uh, read over it. There's pillows around those uh, around the table to sort of like sit on to look over this um, to look over the map. And you can see uh, on this map there is of course like the the whole nation, uh, and there's also uh, what appears to be different markings with Fire Nation flags within the Earth Kingdom, uh, as he sort of walks aside and grabs a, uh, a teapot and begins slowly pouring a small cup for the two of you uh, and sets it down and joins you at the table. Well, as, uh, as someone who is connected to the spirits a little bit more than us people, um, I'm sure that you've noticed something a bit odd in these recent years uh, with the Avatar. I have to admit, I have noticed a few odd inconsistencies with the Avatar. Do you know something? Only, only rumors. Um, we, a lot of people believe that the Avatar simply believes that this is part of the balance of the world, but I, I don't believe so. If this was is meant to be within balance, then I, I'm just confused about it is all. I can see there is balance within the harmony that people are gaining within the cities, which truly in my age is something nice to see. The nations should not be in conflict with each other, they should be working together, but it seems that the Fire Nation is continuing to grow out more and more, and I'm I worry that they are trying to take hold of something that was perfectly imbalanced years and years ago. He takes a sip of his tea. Mm. I was wondering, since you are an airbender, if perhaps uh, rumors have circulated that the Avatar, Avatar Roku is no more, and that the cycle is starting, and the reason we haven't seen an Avatar is simply due to, to age. You think he's gone? Like, gone, gone? What What would have happened to him? I don't know, but there are were, were rumors, uh, mostly. Uh, given that there was an active volcano that exploded where he uh, resided, I, a lot of people just assumed the worst, but there were also some that still had hope. Well, we haven't really seen him in some time. We've been mostly trying to keep with uh, with, uh, with the younger folk, just trying to lift up their spirits and not be so negative. 
Well, I, I was hoping, obviously, given your spiritual connection, that uh, stirrings had begun. Stirrings? This is yes, a new, ominous. new avatar. Um, hopefully a new avatar at the least, and if not, then I, I worry. I'm sure that you've heard of the uh, of how waterbenders gain power from the, the full moon. Of course, it's very well known. Wait a minute. Well, there, there is an equivalent to mention. for the firebenders, and it's, it's only ever once a hundred years, and given my age, it's all but folktale at this, but the comet is something that I am starting to question if this expansion continues. All I can hope for is that the Avatar has started his training already, if there is a new Avatar, or if the Avatar is still, still out there. Hopefully, with your connections, the spirits have given you an answer. I, um, I look down, and I am pondering his words. Hmm. That's, that's heavy. I, uh, I, this is, uh, something, I'm not sure if there's a, a thing in here. I'm going to ask you a, a lore question. Would I have heard anything from any of the, uh, the monks at this point about it? Because, uh, Roku would have been gone for at least a decade by now, right? Roughly, yeah. So, uh, so in this sort of time, um, in like when Avatar Aang was sort of found to be the Avatar uh, within his air temple, news spread really fast. So, uh, but that was also relatively late when he was announced as the Avatar. Uh, so, given the time frame, I don't think that you would know, like the Avatar. Uh, like you definitely wouldn't know who the Avatar is. Uh, and if it would be up to your character to have the hunch of if there is if there's a possibility of there being an avatar in the Airbenders, or if Fire or if um or if Avatar Roku is still alive. So, uh, in terms of lore, uh, mm -hmm. you wouldn't know uh, who the avatar is, and it would be like just a hunch of like, oh yeah, there, I mean there could be one in the air uh, in the air nomads or. Avatar Roku's still out there, I'm sure. Okay, but the, I it's possible I may have heard like a, maybe the smallest of rumorings about it basically. But most for the most part, my knowledge is the same as everybody else's. Still think Avatar Roku should be alive at this point. Yeah, uh if you if you were to hear the small rumors, it would just be like uh it would mostly be people just sort of it It'd be the equivalent of being like, oh, yeah, I saw Bigfoot. It's like, yeah, right. yeah sure, buddy. Yeah, sure, 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 okay. I, um, I don't know. I haven't heard exactly what I think you're hoping that I've heard. But I have my suspicions. And I hate to say it. You're making some sense here. Mm. If only we had somebody who was there during the, uh, the eruption on that island that could give us the answer, because I've, I've heard of people that come from Yudao who saw the who saw the island on their travels to the Fire Nation capital, who, who mentioned uh, various powerful earthbending techniques to control the flow of magma from those volcanoes, but... Uh, we've haven't heard any confirmation of it yet so i figured i would ask you what brings you to you now if i might ask that i look down again is for mm, more personal reasons i uh i'm technically on not pilgrimage a lot of uh, air nomads will go on a journey around the world to learn more about it and connect more with the universe um i kind of did mine a little early and i feel like i really need to see the world now i don't know why yeah. i i think given your age 
it's always a good time to start. This land is massive, given your nature as a nomad, as a monk. You still have another world to discover. I will, I will leave it at that. You're, you're welcome to stay here in the encampment if you so choose, or to be on your way. I don't want you to get caught up in anything. If you can, right. as a pacifist, caught hopefully up in, we can um, find... What exactly? What are you planning? Well, I'm not sure how long you've been in you now, but the Fire Nation has started creating these colonies throughout the throughout the Earth Kingdom, and it's land that they don't own, land that they did not agree to make with the Earth King. So we've been doing what we could to try and rid them of this land. We don't have any ill will towards the Fire Lord, no, by any means. We just we want them to respect the land that we already owe. Well, I think he gestures to that. the yeah, and he gestures to the to the map, and he goes, "Some of these Fire Nation settlements used to be Earth Kingdom. We are just trying to free our people." I think anybody would want to free their people. Hmm. You've left me a lot to think about. Thank you. I'm sure. You're welcome. By uh, any time you wish to visit, by all means. And if you have the chance, given your, uh, given your, your people, hopefully you can come to a peaceful solution with the fire vendors that are there, and we can once more return to a harmonious, harmonious world. Mm, right. Right. Gives a, a warm smile. I hope things go well for him. I wish you well too. I need to. I need to think about this, and I uh, stand up. Thank you. This has been eye-opening. You're welcome. You <sighs> soft bow as you exit and begin making your way to the small camp that your uh, party has set up, and we will pick back up again the next episode.